calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right, you can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening. Hello once again, R.L. Stein Story Club members. I'm Ivy, your host, and keeper of those curious and spine-tingling tales from the hidden vault of R.L. Stein. Today is the next episode of my Chilling Tales series, where we'll further explore the weird, the scary, and the downright eerie. So get ready to soar, Story Club members. This wild, chilling tale is one that I call Edge of Dread. Sarah grew up in a big city surrounded by skyscrapers. But since she was a little girl, she never liked going up those buildings or looking off balconies. She was scared of heights. Just looking down would make her head all swimmy, her stomach ball up like a fist, and she would start sweating. Often in summer, Sarah would go to Alaska for a couple of weeks to spend time with her cousin Rachel. Sarah didn't mind the country. It was flat for miles around. Sarah's Uncle Pete grew alfalfa to make hay, so Sarah would help out with Rachel's morning chores. In the afternoons when it grew unbearably hot, they'd swim in a lake and float around on tractor tire inner tubes. It was almost 4th of July though, so Sarah went up with her Uncle Pete and Rachel to their cabin in the mountains. Lots of other cousins and relatives and friends would be there too. They'd have a picnic and light off some fireworks. One firework Uncle Pete did bring up were called bird boomers. They were fireworks some farmers used to scare off birds that would eat freshly planted seeds. They made a loud whistle and an inevitable satisfying boom at the end. Those were fun to light. In the afternoon, everyone was sluggish and napping from eating so much, including Uncle Pete. Rachel suggested that she and Sarah slip away from the cabin and journey to the little store. It was a small convenience store about a mile away, up the mountain and along the trail. The idea of buying soda and some candy appealed to Sarah, so they went. What Sarah hadn't counted on, though, was a staggering mountain view of the Alaskan wilderness along the trail. A sheer cliff drop-off that plummeted straight down hundreds of feet to a winding, surging river below. Don't be so scared, Rachel said. Town kids are so afraid of everything. Face your fears. Easy for you to say, Sarah thought. You didn't grow up around towering skyscrapers that block out the sun. 
It was a hot afternoon, and they sat down in the shade for a rest. They were about halfway to the store. Sarah could almost taste the red licorice and chocolate bars. Rachel was munching on some turkey jerky she had brought along. It had a strong odor. That won't attract any wild animals like bears, will it? Sarah asked. No, Rachel said. It's too hot for bears right now. They're sleeping. Rachel handed the bag of jerky to Sarah. But little did the girls know, a grizzly bear had smelled the jerky. The massive monster of fangs and fur had taken notice, and through the brambles it came. Sarah was told never to run when there was a bear, but she couldn't help it. She ran, the jerky clenched in her fist with the grizzly gaining fast. Sarah sprinted along the edge of the cliff and wondered how she'd ever gotten herself into this mess. Rachel was yelling something in the background, but Sarah could only hear the furious pounding of her heart that boomed in her ears like a bass drum. Then, she slipped on some loose rocks, screamed, and tumbled off the edge of the cliff. Thankfully, she managed to grab a ledge of rock about five feet down from the edge of the cliff. The grizzly bear, which must have weighed a thousand pounds, leaned over the side of the cliff and tried to swipe at her with its sharp claws. Sarah didn't look down. She knew if she did, she'd get dizzy and fall. Her muscles were stiff. She stared ahead at the rocks. Only at the rocks. She couldn't move. A high, shrill whistle and a loud boom exploded. The massive bear raised its head up, turned, and lumbered away from the blast. Bird boomers, Sarah thought. Rachel must have stuffed one in her pocket along with a lighter. She hadn't seen her do that. Thank goodness she did. A moment later, Rachel was leaning over the side of the cliff. Smokey's headed for the hills. Grab my hand, she said. I'll pull you up. Sarah couldn't let go of the ledge. She had a death grip on the rocks. If she moved her hand, she knew she'd fall a hundred feet into the river below. They may never find her. She'd be smashed and washed down the stream. No, don't think of that. Don't be afraid, Rachel said. Take my hand. It's okay, Sarah. You've got this. Sarah couldn't breathe, couldn't move. But she fought against her fearful instincts, held on tightly with one hand, and let go with the other. I wonder if Sarah was able to grab Rachel's hand. I guess we'll never know. But one thing is for sure. Having a bird boomer handy appears to be a good idea on a mountain in Alaska. As far as bears go... The only kind I like are gummy bears. They're much sweeter to have around. Let's face it, fear is one of those emotions that keep you aware of your surroundings, but sometimes you have to conquer them in order to get anywhere, especially off the sheer face of a cliff. Did you know there are a whole bunch of Go Kid Go shows? Of course, there's the R.L. Stein Story Club, and you're a member. There's also Bobby Wonder, who's trying to protect Pflugerville from Mighty Mila. And Lucy Wow over in the Big Red Barn inventing all sorts of cool stuff with her mechanical pygmy goat, Kapow. Just search for Bobby Wonder, Lucy Wow, or R.L. Stein's Story Club wherever you get your podcasts and you'll find your way. Come back tomorrow for another episode, because every R.L. Stein Story Club member needs a little scare every day. Ivy out! like to laugh. 
Ah, who am I kidding? Who doesn't like to laugh? So, okay, if you love to laugh, you'll love Don't Break the Rules. It's a hilarious comedy improv podcast where the voice actors make up their lines on the spot and try to be the only actor who doesn't break the rules. These talented actors are great at coming up with silly scenes and stories when they follow the rules for the episode. And it gets even sillier when they accidentally break the rules. The stories are guided by suggestions from kids like you. And the episodes feature laughs, burps, and the occasional unicorn. So if you'd like to giggle and play along, be sure to listen to Don't Break the Rules wherever you listen to podcasts. Podcasts.